pigs can be infected with COVID-19, according to a recent study, which goes against earlier findings that the animals cannot contract the pathogen that causes the disease. The study, conducted by a team of Canadian and U.S. researchers, says that live SARS-CoV-2 virus can persist in pigs for at least 13 days. Now, to hear more about the findings and the implications, we are pleased to be joined by Dr. Jaspinder Komal, Vice President of Science for the Canadian Food Inspection Agency and Chief Veterinary Officer for Canada. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Dr. Komal, thank you so much for uh, joining us. First question, what uh, made you decide to embark on this study, which comes actually a few months after this uh, separate study looking into the novel coronavirus and pigs at the uh, Harbin Veterinary Research Institute in uh, northeastern China? Well, the decision to investigate the susceptibility of swine and, and other food animals to, uh, to experimental inoculations uh, with SARS-CoV-2 COVID-2 was initiated prior to the release of the work performed by the Harbin Veterinary Research Institute in China. So we have been thinking and 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 then finally we did uh, sort of did at the same time or maybe earlier than the China's uh, work, but we just published it uh, recently. In terms of your study, uh, how was the methodology? How was the study conducted? So in this study, uh, we took 16 pigs, uh, commercial pigs. Uh, they, they were inoculated oronasally you know, through an oral and nasal route with SARS-CoV-2. Three pigs were used as controls. And that means that, that they were not inoculated. Two of these three pigs were actually placed in contact with inoculated pigs uh, to, to see if there's a transmission from inoculated pigs to non-inoculated pigs. Mm. And samples were collected from 3 to 15 days post-inoculation, and um, this will include oral, nasal, and rectal swab, nasal washes, oral fluids, and blood. Blood samples were also collected at 21 and 28 days post-inoculation to test for antibodies. Two pigs were humanely euthanized at two days, interval from 3 days to 15 days post-inoculation, and the remaining pigs were humanely euthanized at 21 and 28 days. A variety of tissue samples were collected and checked for the presence of viral genomic material by real-time reverse transcription polymerase chain reaction. This is a test that we normally use for the, the detection of the, the virus. And also, um, we collected the samples in formalin for histopathology, which is you know looking at the tissues uh, for the presence of the virus. Mm. In your view, what were uh, some of the major takeaways, major findings of the study, and uh, what would you say are the similarities between the uh, key protein receptor in pigs and human cells? So to answer to your first question, the, um, we have found that swine have low susceptibility to infection with SARS-CoV-2 virus under laboratory conditions. Having said that, um, we found that there was we did not detect any SARS-CoV-2 virus uh, in any tissues used for human consumption. So mm. uh, we can say that uh, from food perspective, that um, pigs are safe to eat because we could not find the virus anywhere. Very weak positive virus genomic material was detected in the oronasal secretions of some animals. 
but there was no viable virus uh, in those passages. We found that in one peg, the virus was found in the submandibular lymph node. This is an organ that helps the body trap and fight diseases. So this is a good thing. This means that the pig uh, was able to fight the disease and did not let it spread in the body. So this all means that uh, swine have low susceptibility to the virus, but do not spread um, it to human animals or the environment because uh, we also took uh, these, these swabs from the, the, um, uh, the nasal and oral um, passages and also rectal. And uh, we also looked at the, uh, we had a cotton ropes uh, hung up in the experimental area and we tested all those and we could not find the wires uh, in, those, in those areas. This means the wires is not spread by the pig to any of the roots, uh, to humans or to the environment. To answer to your second question, on the ACE receptors or the protein receptors, um, the um, study of receptors was not the scope of, of this study. However, the SARS-CoV-2 um, has been shown to use the human ACE2 receptor. Comparisons of the swine ACE2 receptor with the human one suggested some similarity. Mm-hmm. It is important to recognize that the ACE2 receptor is not the only factor for susceptibility and high similarities of the receptors will not indicate an animal is susceptible to the virus. At least for many people, they can breathe a sigh of relief uh, in terms of, uh, as it pertains to COVID-19 and the consumption uh, of pig meat. But overall, uh, what do your findings reveal about the roles that animals, uh, some people think of bats, obviously, uh, but the role that animals may play in the maintenance and spread of COVID-19? Yeah, thank you. This is a good question. There's a lot of work that is being done to look at uh, the susceptibility of animals uh, to this virus. Um, certain animal species can become infected with this virus through close contact with infected humans. This has been detected in you know, field settings in mink, dogs, as well as uh, in domestic and large cats. Mm-hmm. Experiments have dem- demonstrated susceptibility of cats, or ferrets, hamsters, some non-human primates, Egyptian fruit bats, deer, mice, and raccoon, etc., raccoon dogs, etc. However, the current spread of um, COVID-19 is a result of human-to-human transmission. To date, there is no evidence that pets or livestock play a significant uh, role in spreading the disease. And uh, in our study, we also found that um, uh, because we could not find the virus in the tissues, we have also looked at the literature. We think that the uh, the food is not source of uh, or food from these animals is not the source of um, infection to humans. So, in terms of at least with your study and uh, the uh, idea that uh, consuming um, pig meat would not be a source of transmission for COVID-19. Overall, how concerned should we be about animal meat being a potential channel of transmission? Um, So far, there's no evidence to suggest that food is a likely source of food of transmission of the virus. And during the study, um, viable virus was isolated just from the submandibular lymph node of one pig. This is an organ which is disposed during slaughter and is not eaten by humans, and no virus was found in any pig tissues used for human consumption. Uh, so this shows that we should not be uh, 
concern about uh, the safety of food or, you know, we shouldn't be worried about consuming pig meat uh, from this study. At this time, there have been no confirmed cases of food or food packaging being associated with the transmission of COVID-19. Of course, we should all take uh, continue to follow good hygiene practices uh, during food handling and preparation right. because we still need to do some more work. But uh, at this point in time, I would I want to assure your listeners that um, we didn't find any evidence that uh, animal meat, uh, or at least the pig meat, uh, should be a source of transmission. And that's good news. Uh, I also understand you are developing uh, portable diagnostics for COVID-19. Could you tell us about that very important work and the progress you've made so far? Yeah, um, yeah. there's a lot of work being done. Handheld device uh, research is being conducted at many sites around the world. And as such, we're in Canada, we're also contributing to the Canadian efforts for rapid point-of-need diagnostic platforms. Uh, with this, what we want to do is we want to bring th- bring these um, uh, diagnostic devices uh, close to the to the source to uh, to, to the point of use, uh, so that we can cut the the, the transport time uh, to the lab for doing testing. So yes, so we are contributing to uh, developing these tools uh, both in COVID but also in many other uh, you know animal foreign um, animal diseases in Canada. Well, we uh, thank you for uh, all of the research that you've done and bringing it to our listeners' attention. Uh, Dr. Jaspinder Komal, Vice President of the Science for Canadian Food Inspection Agency, as well as the uh, Chief Veterinary Officer for Canada. Sir, thank you very much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Thank you for uh, giving me the time to talk to uh, your listeners. Thank you again. Thank you. This morning with Henry Shin on TBS EFM.